Now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong, and this week it comes from the chairman of the Democisto Party, Nathan Law, who won a seat in the new Ledis- Legislative Council in last Sunday's elections. In his message, which is focused on the rule of law, he refers to his conviction in July over his involvement in an unlawful assembly in 2014, which triggered the Occupy protests. It's addressed to Magistrate Jun Chung, who spared him and two other student leaders from jail terms, saying they deserved leniency since they'd acted on genuinely held ideals. The following programme is a personal view programme. Dear Magistrate Jun, shortly after your judgment in July, I returned home and had dinner with my mother, asking her not to be worried, although I was held guilty in the morning. A few weeks later, I returned home again and enjoyed a very warm dinner prepared by her. This time, I brought with her 50,000 folds of support and care. These folds were a result of the growing concerns over our autonomy and our liberty as more than 2.2 million citizens had cast ballots in this most critical election. Today, I humbly write to you, not as a defendant who was held guilty, but as a student who strives to contribute to this city. To be very honest, I once had lost my faith towards the systems and the values we believed in. During the Umbrella Movement, I witnessed countless cases of false arrest, arbitrary or selective prosecutions. When I reflect upon these scenarios, I can't help feeling disappointed. Isn't it the Hong Kong we loved most? Isn't it judicial independence that safeguards our city's success, apart from freedom and economic prosperity? Isn't it the checks and balances that make ordinary citizens and powerful officials humble? I lost faith in the idea of the rule of law because justice was not seen in many cases. But during my trial, I observed fairness and equality demonstrated in every single detail of the judicial procedure. I realized that there are guardians who faithfully safeguard our rule of law without hesitation. Although I am now a guilty man, I'm very grateful to the trust the court has given to us. The court accepted that our actions were not driven by personal interest, but out of our political fiction. In the past two years, the younger activists were criticized for being radical or influenced by foreign powers, yet we simply refused to become indifferent to social injustice. The judgment acknowledged selfless and non-violent civic actions and paved the way for a more tolerant attitude towards civic disobedience. It has also affirmed my belief to pursue this idea in the future. I remembered in the farewell speech of Justice Bukhari, he wandered of the storm, over the rule of law. The forces disrespecting the city's autonomy are growing louder and louder.
in the past four years, the challenges we face were unprecedented, threatening the rule of law. Today, my honourable friend Eddie has even received imminent death threats because of his political views. But let us not forget the important message Justice Bukhari left to fellow Hong Kong citizens: his faith in the judges to safeguard judicial independence. And to defend this impartial cornerstone of the city, we need to take actions to prevent violence and arbitrary power corruption. I'm about to serve the city in the Legislative Council, and one of my duties is to monitor the government and enact laws. I promise you, I'll uphold the values laid in the judgment to serve Hong Kong selflessly. And to speak up against social injustice, I'll take your advice by heart, so avoid acting recklessly, and always to remind myself of the consequences I may have. When our paths cross again, hopefully not in court, I hope I can tell you in person that Hong Kong has become a better place to live in, because we. In different positions, have worked very hard to safeguard our home with kindness and with integrity. Sincerely, Nathan.